Hey, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Tino here, and I'm here to tell you about Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new prop bet app that we use here at Sneaky Plays, and it is phenomenal. This week, the bet of the week is Zeke Elliott, 105 and a half total yards, and I'm going to hit that over. And if you hit that plus nine others, you win some good money. So sign up with our uh, promo code Sneaky, S-N-E-A-K-Y, on Thrive Fantasy, and you'll get a $10 bonus to make some really good bets and win you some easy money. All righty then, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast. I'm Brian Catino, and I'm here with Chris Morris, Dom Fierro. A uh, little disappointing week for you last week, Dom, and uh, Morris came out on top of that third. Oh, baby. Yeah, fly, like Eagles, fly. Back looked, in the wind column, and we are back in the hunt. It looked like a uh, Mike McCarthy offense out there last week. Uh, your offense was fine. You just couldn't freaking stop yeah. Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. They ran right through you. Yeah, and get to go up against Zeke this week, so it should be a fun one. I can uh, tell you. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be I'll be rooting for you guys this week, and hopefully you've corrected those run defense problems just in time to uh, Cowboys. I wouldn't count on it, but no. you know, you never know. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a shootout. Always is between those two teams. Yeah, Rodgers gets the ball last two minutes. Wins hopefully somehow. And, hopefully, you know, and tears the hearts out of uh, Cowboys fans throughout the world. Well, that's always nice, right? Be lovely. It'd be lovely. Well, anyway, this week we have on deck our DraftKings Plays of the Week. Uh, 12 teams playing on the Sunday slate. Uh, teams on by, one matters in the Lions, one completely is irrelevant in the Dolphins. So, um, <laughs> Thank God for everybody. Yeah, thank, thank goodness. We don't need to look at Dolphins players for one whole week. Um, <laughs> I mean, they just will never pop up on red zone this week. They were barely popping up on red zone to begin with. So... Anyway, we'll we'll uh, we'll start with our DraftKings plays and then move on to picking us the spread. Um, we'll start with Dom and his quarterbacks this week, and we'll go all the way through to the defense. And uh, you'll hear from all three of us who we got um, for our lineups and uh, who you think we should slide in for your DraftKings <laughs> plays to win you some money. So, Dom, quarterback, go. My quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater versus the Bucks at 5,200. Uh, Bucks giving up tons of yards through uh, tons of yards through the passing game. Teddy Bridgewater seems to get better and better each week, so it should be fun for him and the Saints this week. Uh, also, a great spread game if you're going to take that later on. Uh, but at 5,200, I feel like he's a steal. Uh, Danny Dimes versus the Vikings. Uh, this Viking team gives up some points. Danny Dimes seems like he's capable to play quarterback. It's only going to get better each week. Uh, at 5,600, he's also a steal. You know, those two are guys who I think are high-value guys for the price that they're at. Uh, and then my sleep, my sneaky play of the week, if he can play, Sam Darnold versus the Eagles at 5,600. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. You stop saw it. it. Stop, stop. Stop it. <laughs> Please stop. He's not going to play, first of all. If he does stop. play at 5,400. I would expect Sam Darnold to have big game against the Eagles. A big game, oh a big, a, Jesus. a big game against the Eagles, and wouldn't be surprised if the Jets get their first win. Oh my God! <laughs> what is? Oh, 
<laughs> gonna have a heart attack here in my room. Like, oh, Jesus, what is going on here? I didn't like any of your picks, and then that one just completely sent it over the rails. I Sam Darnold, I, really? The Jets sure. are gonna beat the Eagles in Philly? I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Darnold plays. He practiced the first time today. Uh, he if still he starts for contact. If he plays, I'm telling you, oh. that's why. That's why he's a sneaky play of the week for me. Well. If he plays at 5400, that's a steal. Eagles uh, secondary is all beat up. Gives up all. Gave, right. I know it's Aaron Rodgers, but they gave him a ton of yards throughout the air last week. I would expect nothing different if Sam Darnold played this week against the Eagles. Well, I could see the Eagles giving up a lot of yards. Yards again for sure, but I, I have a hard time believing that Darnold would put up a lot of points because that's kind of the whole Schwartz thing anyway. Like whoever's playing quarterback against the Eagles, especially if they're winning, which they should be in this game, the Jets will be throwing the ball because no one runs on the Eagles and they just invite teams to throw 10, 15 passes all day. But I still would put it – I mean, you saw the Packers last week melt in the red zone, and that's the Packers. I mean, what, what the hell is going to happen to the Jets? So well, you Darnold could, you could throw for some yards, but I don't think it's going to be a lot of touchdowns. And, I don't think he's going to play anyway. And the Jets, like, I mean, I know the Eagles are all banged up in the secondary, but that's not a team that's, you know, going to take advantage of them, I don't think. And I think the Eagles D-line is playing a little bit better. I, I I can't say I like the pick. I don't – I don't really like any of your picks this week, I'm going to be honest. Oh, my God. Uh, I, do like Dan, I do like Danny Dimes. And I, yeah, I liked him last week. Um, I like him less this week. Um, I think the Vikings defense is still good. It stinks. Um, they stink. stink. As they team. played pretty well last they week. They are their so bad. Is a joke. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're that good, but their defense is at least still pretty good. Um, and I think they'll be even more motivated this week, coming off of the uh, you know that pretty ugly loss last week. Um, and Bridgewater, I mean, like, I get it. The Bucks defense isn't anything special. Um, they gave up, you know, obviously a ton of yards to Jared Goff last week. But I, I just – I mean, I, I don't know what you've seen from Teddy Bridgewater to instill any kind of confidence in him. I get he's priced low and the Bucks are a favorable matchup, but until I see it out of him, I mean, he just doesn't look good. I don't know what's going to change about him. I mean, they can still win uh, games. They can win ugly and, you know, you know, win with special teams and defense, whatever. But I don't I don't see Teddy really putting up big numbers. I think they're going to run the ball a lot too again. Um, I, I kind of went to talk on the QBs this week because I really didn't like any of the guys that were lower priced. I do like the other guy playing in that game, though. Famous Jameis Winston coming off arguably the best oh, game of his career. Jameis, baby. This looked great last week. He threw in the obligatory pick six, which, you know, I mean, it's just kind of just has to get that out of his system. It's going to happen every game. Um, but if he can just stay consistent otherwise, uh, threw for a lot of yards, threw for what? I think it was four touchdowns, um, 385 yards. Yeah. 33.3 fantasy points. Um, coming off a week against the Giants, too, where he had 29 and a half fantasy points. So, I mean, he's probably going to throw an interception or two, but I do think he's going to throw for a lot of yards again this week. Um, these two teams, it seems like it's always a shootout when they get together, especially in New Orleans. Remember last year, Fitzpatrick threw for like 400 yards and a gazillion touchdowns against the Saints down there. So, I think the Saints have a hard time stopping that Bucks offense. Um, I kind of think the Bucks could win this game, actually. Um, I think they're starting to gel a little bit offensively. And I don't love Jameis, you know, but and I don't, you know, this could obviously look stupid. Um, because every time he kind of ropes me back in, he just lays, you know, lays a dud and throws in a clunker. Um, but I think he's playing pretty well right now. I think Arians is getting to him in a positive way. Uh, I kind of like the pick this week. And then if you want to, you know, also take uh, – not not quite a flyer, but my boy Carson Wentz um, really off to a great start of the season, been really steady. Um, really only had one bad half. That was the game against the Falcons a couple of weeks ago. He'll be down to Sean probably this week again still, but uh, I think he'll still have more than enough weapons like Scott Ertz and Goddard. Alshon, um, I think the Eagles are going to score a lot of points this week, and uh, I think he's a good play. 
Oh, my God. Jameis Winston. Jam- we didn't do Jameis Winston. He was fantastic last week. Uh, I know. He was great. I know. I just don't like to admit it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I hear you. I don't mean I'm not a Jameis guy either. I've bashed him plenty of times in this pod before, but yeah. I do kind of like the way he's playing, and I like the matchup. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know. The Saints defense seems pretty good. I mean, they shut down the Cowboys. I don't know if he's going to get a lot. I mean, it is the NFC South, Big 12 of the NFL. So we'll yeah. see. We will see, definitely. Uh, so we're going on to receivers now, right? No. Well, first of all, I love I, – I'm, I'm on Morse's side on this oh. quarterback argument. Jameis. It's not just Jameis. It's just that Teddy Bridgewater, no. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Daniel Jones, I don't know. I not enough for me to play him in, in DraftKings this week. No. And then to say Sam Darnold is just I'm the I'm the biggest I'm a huge Jets fan. There's no way he's playing number one. And number two, if he does play, he's gonna get sacked once and they're gonna take him out. Exactly. So Ugh. get me out of here with Sam Darnold. Next week, next week, Dom, I'm all I'm all in. I'm all in next week. But this week against the Eagles, no shot. Uh, he he's he hasn't even he's not cleared for contact yet and it's Wednesday. They play Sunday. Yeah. How's I mean, he gonna play? I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not gonna play. He's not that's gonna why, play. That's why I put the asterisk in. If he plays, sneaky play of the week. Oh boy. Well, I I, I didn't like your other two picks either. I'll tell, tell you what. It was, it was um, a rough week on the QB picks. I'm, I'm not I'm not putting uh, Sandar on the Arnold this week. I'll, I'll just I'll just let you know that right now. Uh, well, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care about that. That's fine. All right. Well, anyway, Morris, I do like Jameis Winston. Um, I was high on him to start the year. Obviously, he disappointed week one. Took him off all my fantasy teams. I threw my phone, cracked it, um, <laughs> because I, I had such belief in him, and he went out and got a dud. But anyway, this week I do like him. I don't think I think New Orleans' defense is suspect. They always play the Cowboys well. Yeah. They got torched around by Russell Wilson, letting him get forty-one fantasy points. Uh, someone else put them up too. So I don't know. I like Jameis, but. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz is eh, – that's okay. I would maybe play James over him, but that's that's a decent play too if uh, you're over the Eagles that week. Um, next we go to running backs, and we'll start with Morris on the running backs, and then hopefully Dom can gather himself from making a terrible pick <laughs> in Sam Darnold Jesus. and pick better running backs. So we'll start that's, with Morris, who's running the rock. Yeah, let's hope Dom's got better picks. Um but run of the rock for me, uh, totally unbiased, non-homer pick here, Jordan Howard of the Eagles. Thank uh, you, Morris. Really got going last week. I think I'm finally on the Jordan wagon or Jordan Howard wagon. Primetime bias. Yes, primetime bias for sure. Um, but I think the Eagles, you know, they got the 12 personnel cr- cranking now. Goddard's healthy. We know they love to run the ball out of that set. Um, and the Jets have been a little shaky. You know, I mean, they've had some injuries, but – Sounds like some guys might be coming back. Quinn Williams, CJ Mosley, both are practicing, I think, might play Sunday. Um, but what better way to test them than, you know, run, run between the tackles with Jordan Howard. And like I said, I think the Eagles are going to move the ball really well in this game. And I can expect, you know, you saw last week the damage Jordan Howard did, you know, down around the goal line in the red zone, had three touchdowns all in the red zone, uh, two rushing, one receiving. So I think he's going to be a touchdown horse pretty much for the rest of the season, um, definitely this week. So at uh, 5,100, I think that's a that's – a, you know, it's a great pricing. That's a steal. Um, and my other guy, you know, it's another kind of chalk pick here. He's the fourth highest price of the week. But it's Zeke going up against your, your Packers, Dom. Uh, um, I mean, we all saw that Packers rush defense against Jordan Howard and the Eagles last Thursday night. Um, and that wasn't the first either. I mean, the Vikings kind of kind of laid down the template 
for having to run the ball in this Packer defense a couple weeks ago with uh, with Dalvin Cook. Uh, Philip Lindsay even had a nice game against them in the Broncos' loss. Um, and then we know what, what uh, Howard and Sanders did. So, um, I mean, Dallas, they haven't really got the run game going yet either, um, despite, you know, having a good record and their offense playing well. It's mainly Dak in the, in the passing game. Um, I think this is the week Zeke gets going. I think they're at home. Uh, that offensive line will be motivated coming off the loss, where they kind of were, were beat up up front against the Saints. Um, and they're, you know, I think they're going to be saying the same thing the Eagles saw. You know, the Eagles offensive line kind of needed a game to get back on track. What better way to do it against the poorest run defense in Green Bay? I think Dallas will kind of see the same thing. Uh, they need to get Zeke going. They know they need to get him going. You know, that kind of opens up everything for their offense. And like I said, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. It always is between these two teams. And uh, I think Zeke, I think you got to get him in your lineup this week, even though he's priced at 8,300. Um, you got to go lower on other positions because I think he's he's definitely worth the play this week. Yeah, I like both those picks, especially the Jordan Howard pick. I mean, it's about time the Eagles figured out he can run the ball. It's, yeah. it, was, it was only a matter of time. Uh, and it's good that he can because he's a great back. I think he's the best back the Eagles got. Uh, and a 5100, he's an absolute steal against the Jets defense who is not only banged up, but their front four is absolutely atrocious. I mean, Leonard Williams, I don't even know if he plays half the time because he's just, just – there's nothing. There's just nothing up front for the Jets. Uh, so I love the Jordan Howard pick. Zeke pick, definitely a good pick going up against this Packers defense. I mean, they look like they're in no man's land right now. It'd be nice if they'd stop the run, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen this week. Uh, <laughs> and then my guy, uh, Mr. Reliable, Frank Gore, going up against the Titans defense. Uh, priced to 4700 This is kind of one of those picks where, look, he's going to get you over 10 points. Lacks touchdown depart- lacks in touchdown department, but it's definitely a reliable running back who's going to get you over 10 points. And at 4700 gives you the ability to go save other places, you know, whether it's at receiver, like we'll talk about in a few minutes, or whether it's a quarterback like we just talked about, getting somebody like Carson Wentz or whatnot. Uh, so – for me, those are my two picks, but the Jordan Howard pick, I think, is the go-to pick for this week. Um, so, I'll note that Devin Singletary has a better chance to play this week than he has in the previous couple weeks. Um, so, I'll just let our fans know that. I, Dom, I do like Frank Gore. I do think if he is the lone back, um, even against the Titans, he's probably guaranteed around 10 to 12 points, especially in a DraftKings format. So, it's not that I hate to pick. It's just beware if Devin Singletary is playing and you get a note that he's getting not just limited snaps but actual snaps. That's something to keep keep your eye on and maybe look elsewhere. Um, maybe look towards a guy like Ronald Jones, who's at 4,600, who I think is going to yes, get you know. a bulk of the snaps this week. Um, it came out, I think, yesterday that the game that he came out of it was because of a toe injury, not because Peyton Barber was better. I think that was a Thursday night game um, yeah, where, 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 Pey- where Payne Barber kind of took over the backfield. Ronald Jones had a toe injury. It wasn't because he wasn't supposed to be the number one back. So three out of the four weeks, jo- Ronald Jones has been the number one back in Tampa Bay. And I think Arian's going to keep riding him. So um, at 4,600, I think he's someone to look at if, if you're going to stray away from Frank Gore. Um, and Morris and Dom, I, I do love Jordan Howard. I know it's a recency bias by watching him on prime time, but uh, he looks really good. The eye test is passed. Uh, he's going up against the Jets, who are on the – Jets defense on the field all the time. And, Dom, I think that's why their front four is just somewhat oh, not, not there. 
but it's not because they're they're bad. It's because Luke Falk can't throw the football. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like what like what are they supposed to do? They're on the field 70 percent of the game. I mean, you're gonna get yeah. tired. They're you're human being, you know, like, and that's that's the problem. So I'm not saying it's gonna be different this week. I think it's gonna be the same. So I I actually do really like Jordan Howard against the Jets this week. Like, find a way to get him in your lineup, and I think he'll be happy. Zeke, he's guaranteed. 20 points this week. I, I mean, I'm, I'm locking it down. There's no way he gets under 20 points in fantasy. There's just no way he yeah. gets under 20 points. He's I'm locking that in. Lineup. Yeah, it's wishful think, thinking if he doesn't. Uh, exactly. you got to be, like, uh, you know, really lucky better against that to, to win that one. Um, do we have any more running backs, please? I, like I said, I like Ronald Jones. I like your Jordan Howard pick. I like Zeke. Um, and like I said, Frank Gore is someone it's just – you got to read the, you know, the news, follow some Buffalo Bills beat reporters, see what's good with him. I like Ronald Jones, man. Yeah. I, I, I love the pick. I like, I, I like the Frank Gore pick too, Dom. I think you've rebounded a little bit. From, from <laughs> well, <laughs> going off of Tino's point with the Jets front four, that's why Sam Darnold needs to play this week. You know, oh, keep Jesus. him on the field. God. Okay. That's enough Sam Darnold. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till week six, Dom. Wait till week six. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's move on to receiver. Uh, Dom, I feel like you, you have bounced back a little bit, so we'll start with your receiver. Uh, who you got catching football this week? Well, you guys will probably not think the same after my receiver picks. Uh, so oh, I'll no. start off with this guy, start Sterling Shepard. Until he's priced over $6,000, I'm picking him every week. Oh, John, you love the Giants this week again. Oh, dude, I mean, I just, don't, I just don't think the Vikings' defense in the passing game is that great. You know, they definitely give up points. And definitely give up yards. I mean, the quarterbacks they played. I mean, Chase Daniels tore them apart last week. Hold on, Dom. Hold on, Dom. I mean, he was decent, but he said they tore them apart. Dom, you're not afraid of Golden Tate taking targets? <laughs> yes. I, I am not. I'm not afraid of Golden Tate. <laughs> another good point. I'm not. I am not afraid of Golden Tate taking targets away from Sterling Shepard. Okay, um, that was a, no, no, that, Golden Tate. That was a genuine question. I was just wondering if you, you yeah, put no. that into you know, consideration. I did, but Sterling Shepard is still the number one receiver. He's won over 100 yards these past two games with Daniel Jones, a quarterback. And I would expect maybe not a 100-yard game, definitely a lot of targets, and I definitely think he'll have a big game, probably a touchdown. Uh, and just like I said, until he's over $6,000, you know, I would going to keep picking him every single week until he has either a bad game or he's over that. And then my next two picks are both homer picks. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin versus the Cowboys, 5,600. Uh He's going to be wide receiver one this week, it looks like. You know, Devontae Adams looks like he's not going to play with turf toe injury. Uh, he's not going to play, really? It looks like he will not be playing. Yeah, I don't think he will. According to everything Jesus. I've read, the, the turf toe injury isn't serious, but it's definitely most likely going to keep him out this week against the Cowboys, which that's, sucks. That's but, brutal for my, you know, me wanting the Cowboys to lose and for all my fantasy teams in every <laughs> fucking league. Oh, God. Yeah, I know, and I play you this week too, so it should be fun. Yeah, I know. You're uh, undefeated somehow. <laughs> hopefully that ends. Uh, but he's going to be wide receiver one. Uh, and he's he's shown this past year or this last year and so far this season that he's able to catch the ball. He's running better routes. Uh, the absence of Randall Cobb has definitely done him wonders. Uh, and I think he'll have a big game. Uh, he's going to need to have a big game. The Packers stand any chance. And then my other guy is Geronimo Allison versus the Cowboys at 5,000. Um, a little bit of a flyer pick, but he is one of these guys who has shown in the past he's capable of catching the ball. You saw it on Thursday Night Football. He had two big catches. Uh, and he's going to get more targets if Devontae Adams isn't playing. He's going to be that guy who – 
is going to, when Rodgers gets flushed out of the pocket, he's going to be running around wild, kind of like you saw out of, no, not from the slot. He's not going to play the slot, but kind of like you saw from like a Randall Cobb in the past years where, you know, he just kind of finds area and Rodgers will find him. So that's what I would expect out of those two guys. Like I said, Homer picks, uh, but I think those two guys are primed to have two big pick, two big games if, you know, this pat and I don't know what you guys think, but I'm expecting this Cowboys Packers game to be a shootout like it always. Oh is. yeah, definitely. So, and that just prime that just makes this these two picks kind of more worth it. And they're both lower value. I mean, MBS uh, is at fifty six hundred and Jerama House is at five thousand. So two guys, if you want to spend up a little higher, that's perfect. Uh, you know, for the price. Yeah, um, I, I do like those picks. Um, like I said, I think this is going to be a crazy high scoring game, too. I agree with you. It always is in the 30s between these two teams. It seems like they play in Dallas every single time, too. Um, to tell me about reason. it. I don't know why. <laughs> um, the Packers, you do usually do always win on some last second Aaron Rodgers heroics, yep. and it's like 38, 34 or something crazy. Um, but I think that could happen again. Um, I, do, I don't hate the picks at all. I think it's good value. Um, so, yeah, I don't disagree with them. Um, my guy, my number one guy for the week, um, someone that has kind of, you know, quietly been off to a pretty solid start to the year. Doesn't have any touchdown. Um, Chase Daniel. I like Allen Robinson this week. Um, priced at 5,600. He's got 24 catches, 280 yards on the year. He's had, you know, seven, six, seven catches every game. He had over 100 yards in opening night. Um, he's getting a lot of targets, too. He's, he's catching most of his targets in space with, you know, room to run because I have a confident quarterback back there. Uh, not saying Chase Daniels is great or anything, but, I mean, he's certainly – he's a veteran quarterback. He knows how to run the offense. Um, he gets the ball out of his hand quickly, which is the big thing. Trubisky back there just, you know, doesn't really keep the offense on schedule. He kind of is running for his life. He looks unsure of himself is inaccurate. I mean, Daniel's nothing special, but he will make the basic easy throws. Um, I think that bodes well for Robinson, especially going up against the mediocre to poorest defense in Oakland. Oakland's defense was a little bit better last week, but, you know, I think that was sort of a letdown to the Colts. T.Y. Hilton wasn't playing. Um, so I really like Robinson this week a lot. Um, I think he's going to benefit greatly from from Daniel having a whole week of practice, too, and getting the, uh, the full reps with the ones and being fully involved in the game plan. Um, my other wide receiver, a little bit more dicey on this one, especially after how the Vikings offense looked last week. Um, I'm going to go Adam Thielen, priced at 6700 uh, uh, I know it's not, you know. Too high. Uh, I definitely high. feel – yeah, I definitely feel more confident in the, uh, in the Robinson pick. Um, but it's not crazy high. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Receiver I thought was a little tough this week. It's usually one of the easier positions. I thought this week was kind of tough. Um, and that, I mean, mainly more because I think the Giants' pass defense still stinks. I mean, the Redskins couldn't capitalize on it last week with Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins playing, um, and no Terry McLaurin in that game either. So that you kind of understand that. Um, but I, I think it, this could be a bounce back week for Thielen and the Vikings. I know, you know, current, you never know what the hell you're going to get, but um, I think they could be better this week. And uh, Stephon Diggs, who the hell knows what's going on there? He was absent from practice today, non injury related. You know, the trade room is already starting to fly around. So, you know, who the hell knows if he plays on Sunday, if he's, you know, just sitting out of practice for an injury-related injury reason in the middle of the week. Um, Bode's even better for Thielen. I think that Kirk is going to try to get on his good side after those post-game comments. So, I think Thielen could be in for a big week. I would like I would like the Thielen pick if he was picked a little bit lower. I don't like him at 6,700. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, he's, a little, he's a little overpriced. But like you said, going up against the Giants defense, definitely a good bet. It's just – for him, that price, I feel like, you know, you can get 
you know, whether it's Julian Edelman, if he plays or Alshon Jeffrey or whoever, you know, those are, in my opinion, some better picks going up again, you know, instead of picking Adam Thielen at 6,700. Alshon was on my radar too. I was going to touch on him. Well, I figured that's why I didn't pick him. I figured you would talk about him, but I would definitely go Alshon Jeffrey. I would would too, especially because Deshaun's not going to play. I think Alshon's going to get a lot of targets and red zone targets at that again. Yeah, Morris. um, I, I don't like Thielen's price. It's not that I don't like him this week. I think he'll be okay against the Giants. Um, but he's got to get around 19.2, 19.3 fantasy points to, to break value. Um, not sure I see it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and if you're, if you're going to spend 6700 why not spend 6900 and get Chris Godwin? I, I mean, just just spend $200 more and you get Chris Godwin, who has had – insane weeks three out of the four weeks um and you know tampa bay is throwing the ball against the, this new orleans defense in a dome so um Definitely. yeah so it's not that i hate Thielen. i just think that either michael thomas at 6600 is someone of a better play tyler boyd being the number one and pretty much only option for cincinnati against arizona at 6500 is probably a better play um and like Tom said like edelman if he plays that's a good pick and Dom, um, I wasn't trying to like you know hate on you for the Sterling Shepard pick. I was <laughs> I was really trying to question like do you no, not do you not care about Golden Tate's targets? Like you do not think it's going to work into because because Sterling Shepard's been getting a lot of his work out of the slot, and now Golden Tate's coming in, and you know where he plays the slot. Yeah, yeah. I I think Sterling Shepard is an excellent route runner, uh, and so I don't I don't think Golden Tate. I mean Golden Tate in the past has been kind of eh. This will be his first game back. Uh, so I, I don't – I mean, does he take away a few targets? Probably. But I would say that Sterling Shepard still probably has a big game. Okay. And and I love your MVS pick. I I think he's going to have a very good week as basically the number one receiving option. And I also like John Wallace based on his price. So in as far as DraftKings, I would probably play John Wallace. As far as regular fancy lineups, I would probably play MVS. Um just because you know he's getting, you know, like the big time targets near the red zone and on the outside, whereas Allison in this format it's PPR, so he's gonna he's gonna get like eight to ten targets and he's probably gonna catch around seven of them. So that's seven guaranteed points plus whatever yardage he gets at around five, at five thousand dollar price. I I really like that pick, Dom. Uh, always redeeming myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Get worse than those QBs, I would hope. Exactly. Oh, come on, they weren't that bad. They were pretty bad. I mean, look, I'll give you all the credit in the world if any of them go off on Sunday, but I don't have any belief in it. I am praying that Sam Darnold plays oh and he god. just goes it's off. Just oh my god, that podcast would be. very I will be pissed. I might not do it if he goes off. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's move on to. Tight end plays. Um, there's no Travis Kelsey this week because he will be playing on Sunday night against the Colts, which is unfortunate because the Colts stink against tight ends. So yes. that was a nice play. <laughs> tight ends. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Morris, we'll start with you. Who, who you got at tight end? Are you are you are you playing? Are you playing Ertz? You think he's going to get his first touchdown this week or what? Um, yeah, that is kind of ironic. He hasn't scored this year. Um, 
Dallas oh, Goddard. I, I got, I got, yeah, exactly. Goddard's got one. I got everybody on the Eagles offense scoring multiple <laughs> touchdowns this week. Howard, Alshon, uh, yeah, what the hell? Or it's going to get in the end zone at some point. It's fifth game of the year. He had like, I think, eight touchdowns or so each of the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what better way to do it than at home against the bad team? Um, so, why not? Uh, my guy for the week, though, a guy that, yeah, like I said, has not played yet this season, just fresh off of his four game suspension. Benjamin Watson of the New England Patriots. Ooh, um, I, was looking, I was looking at it. Yeah, the Pats, you know, in dire need of tight end help. Um, obviously, with the Gronk retirement, that's something they clearly have not figured out. They've been getting by and they've been playing bad teams. And, you know, they were putting up big points early on. But the last, like, you know, six quarters or so, last game and a half, their offense has kind of come to a lull. Um, you know, the Bills' defense is pretty good last week. But Matt Lacoste hasn't really been giving them anything either. He's been a little banged up. Um, and even the receivers, I mean, Edelman's kind of nicked up. He's playing, but he's not healthy. Gordon's the same. He's not healthy. Philip Dorsett had a good first couple games, but I don't know how much you can really count on Philip Dorsett week in and week out. So this is a guy that's been, you know, he's been with the Patriots before. He started his career there. You know, he's 100 years old, but he's still reliable. He's not coming off an injury or anything. It's a suspension. So I'm sure he's still in shape. I'm sure he's good to go. Um, I think he could be a breath of fresh air, especially going up against what, you know, it's quickly turning into – you know, rivaling the Dolphins for the worst team in football, the Washington Redskins. Um, the sad sack that's going on down there in the nation's capital. I don't know what what's going to happen down there. Um, but their defense is god-awful, too. It's atrocious. Tons of big plays down the field. I think the Patriots will move the ball at will, and I think he could get uh, Benjamin Watson definitely, definitely in on some red zone targets. So I think he's a great play at 3,700 this week. I like it. I absolutely like it. Uh... So I actually have two picks. One pick I'm not very happy about, and that's Jimmy Graham. But I think he'll have a Jeez, good game. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Graham. I just I like what he's doing. Uh, now yeah, he did that, a touchdown last week. I mean, he had 61 yards last week and a touchdown. No, I know. Well, it's, and it's also the Eagles just invite 10 yard passes. Like I said, and you could probably make the argument that he should have had two touchdowns. Yeah, he dropped the one uh, in the back. He, did, he, down. he dropped. He dropped the one in the back, and he dropped the jump ball in the corner. And that, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Stalled that, uh, that uh-huh. goal line stand by the Eagles. Uh, to me, at forty three hundred, I'm probably not taking him, but he's definitely somebody you have to look at because he's going to get involved. Uh, you know, like I said, no Devonte Adams this week most likely, and if you're, you know, he's going to be a huge red zone target. I mean, the guy is gigantic, and that's you know what they've kind of done in his two touchdowns and where they're going at with him uh, is what they planned on him doing last year. So it's kind of taking shape this year. So wouldn't be surprised if he goes off. I don't know if I pick him, you know, per se, but definitely somebody you have to look at. And then my pick for this week, uh, also not the greatest pick. I would, I'm going to self admit, uh, but Jared Cook going to go, going up against Tampa. This is more of a Tampa defense, giving up tons of points and yards. Uh, and Jared Cook gets targets. He just doesn't catch the ball. <laughs> So yeah, no, I no, I liked you know. him before the year. It's just you know the breeze yeah, thing yeah. just kind of hurt him, but uh, I do think he's pretty good still. Yeah, I mean he he's definitely capable of still playing. He just doesn't catch the ball. He's got let me pull it up real quick because I was looking when I was looking at it before. He's got what? He's got 18 targets on the year and only eight receptions. Yeah, um, that shouldn't happen. You know, so if he can catch the ball, he's going to get points. But it's just a matter of him catching it. You know. Which which stinks because he's a good tight end and you would like to see him being another kind of weapon for Teddy Bridgewater and that Saints offense. But two picks I'm not very happy about making, but I needed to pick somebody, so I picked two mediocre guys. Uh, 
you know, so that's pretty much it. So uh, my pick is the only place I had a pick in this week, really. And that's the tight end that's going up against the Arizona Cardinals. His name is Tyler Eifert. I thought about it. Yeah, oh, I did too. I, it was I, just can't, I can't trust Andy Dalton. That's my yeah. problem. And they're down all those receivers out there. AJ Green, John Ross just got hurt too. So they'll be they'll be starving for targets, some of those guys. Well. <laughs> 3,300. He's going up against the literal worst defense in football against tight ends. I mean, they just let Will Disley run free last oh. week. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just let him run free. Dom, salute to that pick. Uh, that was a good pick. I, I think you can pick the tight end against the Cardinals every single week and have success. So yeah, I would agree. At 3,300, I'm going to take a shot on Tyler Eifert. Obviously, he's on the down end of his career after his, I mean, awful injuries. It's I'm, like I feel so sorry for the guy, but he's obviously not the same player he was four years ago. But I still think he could catch the football when it's thrown to him, and he's going to be open. Um, so, so give me a little Tyler Eifert, baby. I'm, I'm the comeback this year. Sneaky play of the week for me. I don't, I don't hate it. I think he is definitely a guy who is capable of putting up yards against his Arizona Cardinals defense. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a shame that injuries have kind of derailed his career a little bit. And he's not the same player because he was an exciting player when he first came into the NFL, you know, and throughout those years with the Bengals. No, yeah, of course. yeah, I like Eifert too. Um, and I totally agree. I think that Cardinals defense is just – I mean, it's not good, and, you, you know, the, the Disley thing last week solidified it. Take the tight end who was ever playing Arizona all year. So, uh, yeah, I like to pick. All right, we'll, we'll move on to defense. Um, my defensive play of the week is the Carolina Panthers, 2,600 at home against Gardner Minshew and the Jags. Ooh, Gardner Minshew. You took, you took the words out of my mouth, Tina. That's exactly who I was going to pick. Minshew's got the banged up knee. He didn't practice today or he was limited. Um, you know, he's been fantastic. Nothing against Gardner Minshew. Um, I, mean, I still hope my boy Nick Foles gets his job back. But I'm all in for Minshew mania right now. But uh, I kind of think this is the week it comes to a halt. Their defense has been playing really well, too, um, in Carolina. Um, kind of feasting on backup quarterbacks, too. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I like them this week. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, the only other defense I would consider is the Bills at 3,100 going up against the Titans. But then again, we've, we've said that this Titans defense is boring and blah. They can't really do much. And they absolutely, you know, kind of ran it up against the Falcons last week. But the Bills defense, I mean, if you can slow down the Patriots, you can slow down the other teams they've played. You know, other than that Jets game week one, really being an outlier, they played a really good defense. So at 3,100, definitely something to consider. But, you know, that Titans deep, uh, offense, you don't know what you're going to get from them week in and week out. How about that Mariota performance, Morris? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. That yeah, wasn't Morris. bad. I know. It seems like every time I freak out over a bad pick this year, I'm, I'm kind of getting burned. Without using, without using Delaney Walker either, which is yeah. the weirdest thing. A.J. Brown. Guy of the week. Brown he went off. I know. Corey I, Davis I, had a I, touchdown. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bank on it continuing. But uh, <laughs> no, zero for, shot for last week. It was a good pick. Zero shot. It continues. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get railroaded by the Bills defense this week. So oh, that's right. I also like the Titans defense. I will note that against the Bills, who possibly might be playing Matt Barkley at quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> is Allen? Did he practice or is he still going through concussion? Uh, he's, uh, he's, in, he's in the protocol. I'm yeah, pretty sure it looks he's like he's not. Before. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, I don't think he's playing. I, I hope he doesn't because he, you don't want him getting brain damage at, at such a young age yeah. because he's already dumb. So you don't yeah. want. 
<laughs> All right. Well, those are our DraftKings plays of the week. Article will be out this Saturday. It was not out last Saturday because our, our editor, Tyler O'Shea, was getting crunk at a wedding in Massachusetts. So, oh, yeah, right. we, Shout, we out Shout out Nick Valori. Shout out Nick Valori. And his bride. Congratulations. And Eliza Valori now. So, congrats to them. Uh, anyway, we will move on to picking against the spread, Dom and Morris's favorite topic of the oh. week. Yes. I did pretty good last week, I, I feel like. I, I sucked last week. I was yeah. Kidding. I was – Morris, my picks are very similar to yours. Uh, I yeah. have I have them written down somewhere, and I will update them uh, tomorrow morning. Um, I, Morris, I do believe you're still in first place, and then me and Dom are right. really close, actually. We're, we're both really close. But Dom had a real rough first week. Oh, yeah. That was really bad. I lost I, a lot I money. built a sizable lead. Yes, you did. Um, well, I was tied with you then. I had a pretty pretty rough uh, week last week, so we'll see where we're at. But anyway, we'll start with the Thursday night game, go all the way through to the Monday night game. This week's Thursday night game is actually very intriguing. We've got two three-and-one teams. The Seattle Seahawks are at home hosting the Los Angeles Rams. The Seahawks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Dom, who you got? I got the Rams. Um, I expect them to bounce back. Seahawks haven't really impressed me this year. Uh, Rams, I think, bounce back, definitely. And I think they win the game. Uh, so, yeah, Rams pick. Plus yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. I like um, Rams haven't really impressed all that much this year either. Um, but neither have the Seahawks, even though they're both 3-1. and one. Big, uh, big, you know, division battle. Uh, I think it brings out the both the best teams, or the best of both teams. Um, but I do think the Rams win. I have the Seahawks. Thursday night uh, weirdness. Uh, and if there's one team to get Thursday night weirdness, it's the damn Seattle Seahawks. That's exactly. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And we'll move on to Sunday, the, uh, the DraftKings slate going through with them right now. We have Arizona at Cincinnati. Whew, what a game. Oh, God. Jesus. I don't want to watch a second of this game. The Bengals are favored by three. Dom, who you got? I got the Cardinals. This Bengals team is awful. Uh, Cardinals plus three. I think I'm going to go Arizona too. Uh, I can't say I feel the least bit confident in it, but uh, I'll get. I'll say Kyler Murray gets his first win in an ugly, weird, close game. I hate this, but I'm going to take the Bengals. <laughs> oh oh boy! After that Monday night performance, I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. I think I think Joe Mixon has a really good week. That's that's, that's kind of where yeah. I'm at. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not really interested in it. Anyway, uh, moving on to what could also be another terrible game. Buffalo at Tennessee. Tennessee is favored by three. So I'm assuming they think Josh Allen will not play in this one. Yeah, it's going to be an ugly one. Um, I'm going to take the Titans. I just I met Matt Barkley on the road. Uh, I did, you know, can't get behind it. Um, this will be an ugly physical game, but I think Tennessee ekes it out. I'll go with the Titans and they cover. Yeah, I agree. I think the Titans win this game. I will also go Titans. Uh, they'll cover. Um, won't be pretty, though. Maybe like a 17-13-ish. Yeah. yeah that sounds beautiful, me. right? <laughs> 100%. That's, that's got – yeah, that's Titans, Bills. You know, you'll see a zillion highlights of the Music City Miracle, uh, you know, the 20th anniversary, blah, 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 and it'll be 16-13 Titans. But. All right, well, we'll move on to Chicago at Oakland. Chicago mm-hmm. is on the road – Favored by six. Ooh, this game is in Europe. High. This game is in Europe, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
well, about that. Oh, so Oakland is the home team, but they're in uh, they're in Europe, which is unfortunate for yeah. <laughs> for them. Fortunate for everybody. God for everyone in Europe <laughs> to watch the Raiders. Um, <laughs> And Chase Daniel. Oh my goodness! Can, can we ever get a good game in Europe? It's awful. Every yeah. every game is terrible. Eagles Jags last year. That was great for me. We beat the uh, Jags. The, the play, Titans. The Titans portals. game last year was great. Going for two for the win. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was not bad. Yeah. I'll give that one. I'll give that one. Well, anyway, Dom, Bears, Raiders, Bears six point favorites. Who you got? I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh, not to win the game, but definitely cover. I think these, like Morris just said, these Europe games are sloppy. And I wouldn't expect either team to kind of get out to a hot start. I think it's going to be close. Bears win it, but Raiders cover. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I definitely think the Raiders cover. I think they might even win, honestly. Um, I don't know. If the, I'm, I'm thinking Alan Robinson and Bears. But I think the Bears might be a little bit better than we thought. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Raiders covering as well. Um which just just odd seeing hearing that the uh the Raiders are gonna get the clean sweep from us. We'll move on to Buccaneers at the Saints. The Saints are favored by three and a half at home against the Bucks. Dom who you got? They won there last year. Give me Tampa. I think they, I think they go down there and win. Do we have Tino back? I'm seeing I, I am back. Tino uh, is back. <laughs> All right. Bucks. Uh, we just moved on. Bucks. Uh, Saints. Saints. Three and a half. What you got? I got the Bucks. Oh, me too. Here we go. Two for three on the Bucks. <laughs> All right. All right. And I apologize for that. Um, this is for damn Virginia Wi Fi. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we'll move on to. Minnesota at the Giants. The Minnesota Vikings are favored by five and a half on the road. Um, I, I think the Vikings come back with a vengeance this week. I don't love their team, but uh, I just think they're better than the Giants. Um, they're going to score a lot of points. I like the Vikings. And I like them to cover. I like uh, – it's going to pain me to say, but I like the Giants. Not to win, but to cover. Uh, I think the Giants cover as well. Pains me to say. We'll move on to Jets at Philly. We'll start with Morris. Philly, oh, yeah. 13 and a half point favorites at home against my Jetties. Who you got? We're going to roll the Jets this week. Um, it's time for a blowout. Every game this year has kind of been you know, stressful. They've gotten behind. I think the uh, the Thursday night game, kind of the mini buy, and the Jets are coming off their buy too. But uh, I think the Eagles' offense has found their footing. Um, I think the Eagles roll, and I think they cover the thirteen and a half points spread for something like a three touchdown victory. Tino, you want to go, or you want me to go? The Jets are going to cover. They're going to lose by thirteen. Ooh, I I like the Eagles this week. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, I, unless Sam Darnold plays, of course, but. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but the Eagles, Enough I think. Sammy Darnold. <laughs> I got the Eagles. Yeah, I, I got to pick the Jets because you know I'm just not gonna pick against That's them. your squad. Yeah, but I'll probably regret that when I lose that uh, that game, just because it's not gonna look good. Um, 
I mean, whatever. Anyway, Baltimore at Pitt. Baltimore on the road, three point three and a half point favorites against the Steelers. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised the spread's actually that low. Steelers getting a lot of respect um, after that that Monday night performance. Um, you know, yeah, it's a rivalry game. It's always physical, no matter who's out there. Um, these teams will be battling. I think Baltimore really needs the game now, coming off two straight losses. Um, I think this will be a close one. You know what? I actually, I think Baltimore wins. I think the Steelers cover. I think you're looking at like a two point Ravens victory. Yeah, I agree with you, Moritz. I think the Steelers covered, but they lose. I think it's going to be more of a Justin Tucker game-winning field goal type deal. Yeah. Uh, this the Steelers' defense is – they're very good. Uh, and I think they, you know, they may not be able to shut down Lamar Jackson, but I think they definitely can uh, have a chance to contain him. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens covering this spread. Um I just think they're they're way better than Pittsburgh and Mason Rudolph is he's disappointing us, Dom. I, I, we had we had some faith in him and uh, he's been disappointing. You didn't like him Monday Night Football? I mean, I thought than, he looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah Monday Night. I mean, up to that point, now he had been kind of disappointing, but I, I did think he looked good on Monday Night. I think he's getting his groove going. I think he. I think this is going to be a battle, definitely. Uh, AFC North. This is what you. This is like what you dream I do of too. if you're you know a football fan. This type of game. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a good game. Um, I don't know. I just against Baltimore, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, let's move on to New England at Washington. New England is a 15 and a half point road favorite. Wow. These Patriots just get more bizarre by the week. Uh, um, I'm going to go with the Pats. I think they bounce back. Tom Brady, um, don't see two bad games in a row from him. The Redskins, I guess. I think the second worst team in football right now. I think the Pats roll and they roll big. I agree. Uh, Pats definitely win, cover, all the above. Yeah, I can't take Washington. <laughs> I thought about it. I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Uh, the Redskins are terrible. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Pats covering. I think they actually win by 25 plus. They easily cover this. It's gonna be a yeah. Not not good in Washington. Um, everyone's gonna be at the baseball game anyway. So, <laughs> um, moving on to Jacksonville at Carolina. Carolina was our defense of the week, basically, and they're three and a half point favorites against Minshew and the Jags. Morris, you got? Yeah, this is gonna be that red zone game this week where you just don't see any highlights at all the entire game from it, and you just you know you keep forgetting this game's actually on. Um, it usually involves the Panthers, it seems like, this year. It was kind of that way last week against Houston. Because no one is going to score in this game. This is going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. Carolina's defense is playing really well. Um, I like the Panthers. I like them to cover. Um, I think they're finding some rhythm. I think Minshew gets put on hold at least for this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Um, I believe in Minshew Mania. Garden Minshew, I've been a fan since, you know, in college when he was at Washington State. And I think he kind of – he's just got that personality that makes him a winner. And I think he goes in, and I think he wins this week. I think the Panthers cover by the skin of their teeth this week. So the uh, very close football game probably coming down to the two last two possessions to see where they're at. Um, moving on to 
Atlanta at Houston, two teams that we were pretty high on to begin the season and are uh, they're wavering right now. Houston is a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Falcons right now this week. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on with Houston, man. Um, their offense has been kind of, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. It's looked pretty good one week and just awful the next week. Um, Atlanta's really, really desperate. Um, I don't like the Falcons at all, but I think they – I don't think they're going to win, but I think they cover the spread. I'm going to say Houston wins by, like, a field goal. Uh, I like Texans to sweep the cover. Uh I just don't like the Falcons. Uh, they've failed every time I've bet them, and they've won every time I've bet against them. So this week I'll go with the uh, Texans. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from betting the Falcons. I'll, I'll go with Houston this week. I think Watson uh, has a huge week against this uh, Falcons defense that got torched by the very own Marks Mariota last week. Uh, we'll move yeah, on. To- made a big mistake. That, that could definitely be an audible later, later in the week. Yeah, it, well, you can always audible before 1 p.m. Sunday. It will be noted. Yeah. Um, I'll, cir- I'll circle that one as a possibility. <laughs> you got it. And we'll uh, move on to Denver at the Chargers. Divisional game here. Chargers six-and-a-half-point favorites against the 0-4 Broncos. Interesting this spread isn't higher. Um, not a lot of whole, whole lot of faith in the Chargers. Um, I mean, Denver might be a little bit better than their record. Uh, they kind of lost some games that arguably they should have won, even though I still think they're bad. Um, I'm going to go Chargers. I can't pick the Broncos. I can't pick Joe Flacco. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers also. Melvin Gordon back this week. Uh, yes, sir. So, I think the Chargers cover. I will also go with the Chargers, but I think Eckler has another big week because he's an absolute animal. Wow. He has been an animal. That's been surprising. He's been good. So I'm I'm very sorry, but obviously Ayo Garcia just hit a ball 430 feet, and oh, now I see it. It's, the Raiders are up three, three nothing. nothing. Woo! And I'm in a much better mood than I was 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, we'll move on to uh, a shootout in football: Green Bay at Dallas. Dallas is a three and a half point favorite. How do you feel about that, Dom? I love it. Um, Underdog mentality. That's all we're all about at Joker Mag, right? Uh, but this, they're going to have to be – the Packers going to have to play their hearts out this game. They want to win. But it's going to be a shootout. Always is. They can control Zeke. I don't even care. Let Zeke run wild. If they can control the passing game like they did, like they do, uh, I'm fine with it. Uh Amari Cooper doesn't like getting roughed up, it looks like, you know, this past game wow. against the Saints. So expect Jair Alexander to be in his back pocket the whole game. Uh, but I'm picking, you know, I'm never pick against the Packers, but I think the Packers win this game. I like the Pack too. Um, it's going to be another Texas shootout between these two teams, how it always is. Um, I think it's got best game of the year so far, potential all over it. Uh, both teams coming off a loss, coming out motivated. I think you're going to get the most from them, best best from them. Um, this is kind of, I think, when we start to see the, 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 you know, the best teams play their best once the calendar hits October. I think you're going to see a lot of these teams turn it on and really look good. Um, and I expect that out of this game. And I think the Packers win a phenomenal, phenomenally entertaining football game. Go Pack Go, baby. They cover, they win. They cover, they win. Although I do, I do think Zeke will freaking go bananas this week. 
Phenomenally definitely isn't a word either. So I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't think it's phenomenally. I don't, I don't think it's uh, phenomenally. That's a word. Is that a word? That's a word. Is a word? Oh God, I just contradicted myself, and I was wrong about. Pretty that. Pretty sure. I, I mean, I I passed English. I passed English one hundred and one in in college. Uh, yeah. With clearly, a C plus, clearly I didn't learn a whole lot in college. <laughs> with a C plus, uh, went to class once a week. So sounds like work. Um, all right. All right. I believe you. I, I did. You. I did have a. I did have a higher GPA than you at one point in college, Morris. So just gonna throw that out there. I believe. Yeah. It was like. One, it was like one semester. But I. You know. I, I think I'd skip the entire semester of class. So. Yeah. 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 Excuses. Excuses. <laughs> you don't need to go to class to know football. That's that's a no, fact. That is true. Fact. We we don't go to school to play football. Definitely. <laughs> I ain't come here to play no school. <laughs> Cardale Jones. <laughs> I don't even know where he's at. Jones, that's right. I think he got cut from the Chargers. He did. He's he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's he's XFL bound. Ugh, well, that's probably the right <laughs> spot for him. Anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. We got two more games left. We got potential shootout: Indy at KC, Sunday Night Football, Kansas City, eleven point favorites. Who you got, Morris? This is uh, this is a high spread. Um, Hard to pick against the Chiefs, though, um, and especially they didn't—they won last week, but they didn't look great. Um, I think the Colts could be walking into a tough one here, especially if T.Y. Hilton's not able to go. Um, I expect. Um, I don't see how they're going to slow down Mahomes in that offense. You know, prime time. I think it might be the Chiefs' first prime time game of the year. Um, I think the Chiefs win. They don't cover by much. It's like a two-touchdown game or so, but I think they cover by a little bit. Chiefs cover blowout. Yeah, I got the Chiefs covering, and Travis Kelsey is going to go absolutely freaking bananas this week. I hope he's he in the end zone, putting up a lot of yards, but not a lot of touchdowns. I need yeah, to yeah. More. I need him to get in the end zone for uh, for fantasy yeah. purposes. Uh, need him in the end zone, um, and we'll move on to Nashville. Very, if you told me this game was intriguing two years ago, I would slap you in the face. But <laughs> Browns at 49ers, Monday Night Football. And the Niners are favored by three and a half. Dom, who you got? This is, yeah, this is an intriguing game. Oh, oh, my God. I hate the Browns. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how they end up with three primetime games in a row. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not three primetime games in a row, but pretty much uh, 49ers. I'm sorry. I just can't do it with the Browns. I, I absolutely despise them. I love Baker. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but I do love myself some Baker Mayfield and his attitude. But other than that, 49ers all the way. I am going to go Cleveland. I think they found something last week. Um, Baker found his footing. I think they kind of finally realized, let's run our offense through our best player, and that's Nick Chubb. The guy's a flat-out stud, um, arguably a top three, you know, kind of has a case for the best running back in the league right now, I think. Uh, I mean, he's phenomenal. Um but I don't know why am I saying that word so much. Um, but still, I uh, I like the Browns this week. I think they got their offensive identity back. I think they're going to use play action. Uh, the Niners, the Niners are you know they're good. They're much improved for sure. Uh, but I don't see this as a real you know undefeated juggernaut. I think they they get their first loss this week. And what's a close good game? Um, but I think the Browns win win a close one. I've got McGlinchey and the Niners this week covering yeah, that sorry, spread, Mike. winning the game. Um, I think. I think Matt Breida has a good week. I think George Kittle has a very good week. I think Richard Sherman eats on defense. 
eats up Odell Beckham. You'll see some hand fighting with them this week, which will oh, be yes. great television as always. Be fun. Um, be fun. So yeah, give me, give me some Sherman and the Niners. I think they cover, I think they win this game. Um, and that wraps up this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays podcast. We want to remind you to visit jokermac.com, the home of the underdog, as well as listen to Hustle and Motivate, hosted by our very own Tyler O'Shea, the GOAT himself. Um, and we will be back next week. Enjoy week five of the NFL season and enjoy some playoff baseball as well, because I know I am. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays podcast presented by Juggermag.com, the home of the underdog. We want to remind you to visit Juggermag.com because it's the greatest site out there.